0: Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Snatch. Snatch. (laughs) Snatch. Um, As I said guys, hi and welcome to another episode of Snatch. You're here with your boy Ewert.
1: And your girl Latoya
0: um, And we would like to welcome you to the, another episode of our season Growing Pains um, This season, um, this episode I should say, is called um, How Do We Get To This? And it's mm-hmm. looking at um, friendships, like losing the loss of friendships and the loss of family from an emotional perspective mm-hmm. um, We're so excited to be going on this journey with you guys And thank you so much for everyone who's reached out to us Remember if you would like to reach out to us, send us an email to contact at snatchpodcast.com um, and we will get you involved and get you on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, definitely. <laughs> um, so as I said, guys, like you know, this episode is called How We Get How Do We Get To This. Um, and it is around, I think, the reasons why we thought it was quite a poignant topic to talk about is actually when you are, you know, younger, like, you know, your your family and your nearest and dearest friends are your everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, everyone always says that saying, that like, your friend, the friends are the family that you choose because, you yeah. know, they elevate you, they they bring up the best in you, et cetera. But, you know, sometimes, and when you grow older, that the relationship breaks down mm-hmm. um, and it becomes quite toxic. Um, and although, you know, I like to think that I have chosen... My friends around, my friends are such an integral part to like my growth and my development. Like Latoya, Mm -hmm. you, Sarah, like the other Sarah, like Laura, all the girls, like Nase, all my boys, like they are such an integral part to my growth Mm -hmm. and to where I am as an individual. You know, I could not imagine life without them. But you do have those friends that you put them in that category and they're not in your life now. Yeah. And equally family members as well. So, and that's hard that's massively hard like when you are growing up and you idolise a family member and you're like oh my god like you're going to be that's what I aspire to be mm-hmm. and fast forward 10, 15 years later they are not what you aspire them to have been yeah. um, it can be massively hard so we thought it would be really good to almost like try to explore like how do you get over that like when mm. when when does the relationship break down like what does that mean like how does that affect impact you from an emotional from a spiritual from a mental perspective and equally a physical perspective as well
1: yeah I, agree. I can
0: obviously say that so yeah that's what we're going to be exploring in in, in this episode very deep, very deep. yeah <laughs> I know right I know um <laughs> It's story, true.
1: Have to, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, like, um, friends are such an important part of your life, aren't they? Like, I agree with you. Like, yeah. the people you have around you, you might not speak to them every day, but they definitely are the people who uplift you sometimes when your family can't. And will mm-hmm. step in when your family cannot. But I think mm. as I've gotten older, I've been very selective about who I call a friend, because when you're in like when I was in college, for example, there's like a big group of you. You'll go out together when it's someone's birthday. And everyone to send on the Chinese restaurant buffet, you know, because someone turned eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that place in Greenwich, I can't it's called, but it shut down. But yeah, we yeah. still go there for buffet yeah. for people's birthdays. And you, you think that I think when you go to university and you all start going to different unis and different places, I feel like that's yeah. the first test of friendship once you leave like that, that whole college or group setting where you're all together yeah. all the time because now you're in different parts of the country or some people have gone to uni some people haven't it's completely different stages and you start to see like okay when you start having a birthday less people are turning up mm, maybe you're not calling that person as much as you were before they're not calling you um you know it's little milestones start to happen and you realize like those people are not around for them. Mm -hmm. And, well, I speak for myself. I feel like I'm the kind of person, like, I will go to everyone's birthday if I'm invited. Like, I will turn up no matter what. Yeah. And I think what I found, I think when I turned 21, that was, like, the first time that I realised that actually the people that, or some people that I thought I was friends with weren't actually my friend and didn't view me the same way that I viewed them. And that was yeah. really hurtful. It was really like, yeah. wow, okay, you don't actually... It's not even that they don't want to be your friend. I don't really particularly care if people want to be my friend, but you will respect me. That's the bottom line. Like, you will respect me as a person. And mm. I felt there was such a lack of respect that I obviously had not picked up on during the course of our quote-unquote friendship. And that was my, like, my, sort of my first lesson. And then from then onwards, mm. as I've gotten older, I feel like I've lost a friend a year. Sounds really sad, but really? yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, When I say a friend, I start to realise maybe they weren't really friends and you sort, you sort of lose in contact with them. But you don't realise it until, um, I think especially with women, there's like certain milestones that you hit in your life that sometimes not everybody's there at the same time. And that can be things like yeah. getting married or getting engaged, or having a baby, mm. or even getting like a really great promotion or a job or something, is something in female friendships, which I hate to say, because it, it makes me sound like I'm bashing other women, but there's like a, a sort of toxicity that exists where you're competing with each other rather than celebrating each other. And I'm somebody like... I want all my friends to win. I don't want anybody to be left behind. And everyone's journey is completely different. No one's is the same. But you start to realise as you are hitting these different milestones or friends are hitting different milestones, not everybody's there for that celebration. And that's really, really hurtful. It's a really horrible thing Mm -hmm. to realise that actually not everybody's cheering for you. Um, I remember reading a quote, I don't know where I saw it. It must have been on Twitter again. But some people will keep you some friends will keep will be there to support you and some friends will be there to keep you under surveillance so we're just checking what you're doing okay but we're not really <laughs> celebrating <laughs> we're secretly hating it, it's it's yeah. horrible and and those and like you said those are the family that you chose so you chose them yeah. to be yeah. in your life and they turn around and disappoint you like the people that you didn't want to keep in your life it's just yeah, it blows my mind. Like, it's 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 been a really challenging experience with some friends where I've had to just be like, all right, I'm done now. I, I can't. And for me, I'm a, I am hate to say it, I'm I'm slightly a ghoster. It's a really bad trait to have, but you just won't hear from me again. I'm just not going to pick up your phone calls. Mm. I'm just not. I've disappeared. Like, that's it.
0: And yeah, it's bad, I know. But it's interesting that you say around, you know what, I agree with you when you're talking about you know, there are some friends that want to be with you because they keep you under surveillance Mm. and there's some friends that want to be with you and support you because they want to win. Where does that come from? I,
1: you know what? I think it's like, think back to when you were in school, right? And sometimes you got someone who's sitting next to you in class or you got that person who doesn't really talk to you outside of the classroom, right? They might like talk to you now and again, but they're they're in the popular group. They've got their own friends. But when it's time for that one lesson you share together, suddenly you're you're their best friend and they want to sit next to you. And did you do the homework? Did you, did did you, what's the answer to that question? Can I borrow your pen? But as soon as you walk out the classroom, nowhere to be seen. So you're useful Mm. to them at that point in time. And I think sometimes with, when I say people keep you under surveillance, they're happy when you're not doing better than them. So it's okay when you're not achieving more than them or you haven't hit milestones before them. But as soon as you do, now that's a problem. Now I'm not going to celebrate you doing mm. well in your business or your this or your that. I'm not going to celebrate you um, getting engaged. I'm not going to celebrate you buying your first house because I'm not there
0: mm. and
1: I expect it to be there before you. So it's it is really sad, but... It's very common and it's a conversation that I've had with many friends who've had the similar experience with... Like, it's just ongoing. And I just... I've never wrapped my head around it, maybe because I'm not that kind of person. I really... I've never been someone who's envious of my friends doing well because it's not my race. Everybody has their own race. Everyone has their own achievements and milestones that they hit at their own time. So why would I, if I'm really your friend, why would I... Want to sabotage that, or make you feel bad about achieving something? You know, you get some. Sometimes you get people who give you backhanded compliments. It's not quite a celebration. They're just saying certain things. You're thinking that made me feel a bit uncomfortable. I'm not sure why, because I know that person's my friend. But why are they saying that? Now that's making me question how I feel. But it's because it's coming from whether it's jealousy or you know comparing themselves to you. Maybe sometimes not even really liking you, even though you're their quote unquote friend.
0: Yeah, you know? that's true. so
1: it's that's 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 yeah. one aspect of it that I have definitely, I've certainly experienced multiple multiple times and I always say that you know what if you were close enough to me as a friend you would know that sometimes these achievements or milestones that you think I'm just getting at a click of my fingers how much I've had to sacrifice or how much I've had to go through but that's if you were close enough to to me to know that if you're not close enough to, to me to know that then you're assuming that oh, she just gets everything, or she's she just, uh, why is that not me? You don't know what people have had to give up to get to where they are. And if that's, if no, that's not your friend, then they won't know that. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I know for sure, Crazy. for sure. And I think that, you know what, like, I think getting to the 30-plus mm. bracket, um, and equally, potentially, when I was 28, 29, like, you know, I loved I loved when my I, I, I say this to my boy Leon and I say to him like listen like when you win yes. I win because I'm just like that is you know what I mean you go out there you buy a pair of like Christian Louboutins, <laughs> no, no matter how materialistic it sounds I'm like I've got a pair of Christian Louboutins. I don't have one <laughs> I don't have a pair, but yeah, he's with. I have a pair, don't get twisted <laughs> now. But I um, have <laughs> four, um, <laughs> I have none, but you I know, have like when <laughs> I have none, I have one, I have four. Um, but no, like, you know what, like when he wins, I win, and I think that's yeah. so important. Um, and it's nuts how you know. W- Friendship circles and family, like the relationships of family, your your family's not there for your ride or die. Sometimes when you really think your family is there to ride or die with you and you're like, you know what? Yes, you are, you're doing your thing. Like you're at that level in a HR function. Da, 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 da. These times I've got family members hating on me. Do you know what I mean? So it's this mad, like how. That happens And that yeah. hurts Family is
1: the hard one that
0: really really And family is a hard And family is a hard one Because the relationship That you have with them Is there's so much complexity yeah. In the relationships That you have Like you want to tell them And say that you can cut them off Then you're like Oh my god I can't cut them off Because mm-hmm. they're blood But then you're just like I kind of need to cut them off because I need to elevate myself because they're not elevating myself for me. But then you know what? There's different dynamics because if I cut them off, then my mum's going to feel a particular way. My dad's going to feel so. It's just there's so much complexity, and yeah. um, when it comes to family members, um, and that's a that's a big thing. Um,
1: I mean, I have no,
0: and it yeah, can I damage. Mean, I have no qualms cutting family members off. I don't really care. I Thank absolutely don't here. care because I've, um, you
1: know, I. have I don't talk about my family life often, or, you know, it's not something that I'll discuss with people regularly. Mm -hmm. But I've definitely seen within my family that, you know, where there is selfish behavior (laughs) occurring. Yeah. And it's just for me, I always say to myself, if these people weren't related to me, would I choose them to be my friends? Would I choose to hang out with these people Mm. outside of a family setting? And, For some Mm. of them Absolutely not I actually don't like you As a person um, But I am tolerating you Because we are related Because society tells me That blood is thicker than water But also Some people Mm. use that excuse As a way to really Because they know That you're family To really violate And I think it's Mm. to really violate You emotionally Because they can Because they can Mm. get away it, whether it's mm. an older relative because you got to respect them because it's your elders whether it's a younger relative because they think they can just speak any way any way which how to you they feel no way to do it and you must accept it especially within African culture family is everything you know you're supposed to stick together our blood is everything don't don't disrespect your family outside of this house you know those are all the things that I used to hear growing up and I think to myself but mm. I'm being disrespected within my house so at which point do I say enough is enough? And I think again, I talk about therapy all the time because therapy is great. But that's where I learned about setting boundaries with family members and actually protecting mm-hmm. my peace because it's not worth going mm-hmm. through the the stress of trying to get people in your family. To really accept you Or to understand where they've gone wrong And that's on both sides But it's just that understanding is not coming Mm -hmm. So I cannot come and kill myself It's enough
0: yeah and you know what it's interesting again like I absolutely agree with you what we are saying and and I think that we know when you start to fall out with Mm. family members in that way and equally friends that you consider your family the biggest question and for what I have felt in the past going through turmoil and situations with some friends and some families is I've asked myself like how did we get to this like honestly I don't I don't know what I feel a particular type of way because of the way that you've behaved, but I don't know my contribution Mm. to it. So I I, I just need to understand how how we got to this. And to reiterate what you're saying in terms of therapy, guys, I encourage (laughs) every single person to go some sort of talking therapy in their life at least twice because it is so mm-hmm. conducive to your mental health and for you to mm. understand certain things. And if I didn't go to counselling, I literally just finished my um, my last counselling session this week. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Um, <laughs> for now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but you know what, looking back on the whole journey, it was massive. It was so um, insightful, like massively insightful. Like I was able to pinpoint at what point, a relationship broke down. And actually the reasons why you yeah. are the way you are now, and the reasons why you behave in that way and this is your triggers is because of this what yeah. happened to you in your past. And you know you haven't right. necessarily dealt with that. So, you know, I think I was able to understand I am the way I am, and the reasons why we are here is because mm-hmm. this is me and this is you. And again, although we might not have anything in between, that's okay because yeah, at least yeah. I know now i think the worst thing is Mm -hmm. when you're not knowing the reasons why your relationship has broken down isn't it like that's not everybody's
1: prepared to um have that conversation You can't always have that conversation With that family member or friend Because they're not prepared to have it with That's you And I wholeheartedly agree If you go to therapy or go to counselling Or something Even if you've just got someone Your pastor Someone you can speak to I mean I'm, therapy's not for everybody But I think if you can speak to somebody About trying to process Like you said Where that relationship broke down where is the, Where was that moment Where you just knew Hold on this is Something's not working here When you yeah. can do that going forward, A, how you deal with that person, I think, will change. And B, going forward, how you, you'll you look, you'll spot the triggers with other people, with other friends yeah and other family members, yeah. because you'll be like, uh, hold on a second. No. <laughs> like, no, it's not happening.
0: Yeah. So when you're talking about triggers then, so what triggers have you identified for, you know, f- for oh. so no for friend well uh, yeah what triggers have you identified with you know f- family or friends that would um, illustrate to you that it's a toxic relationship what triggers but then equally but then equally on the other side triggers for you, triggers for you at the same time so the way you feel sometimes is a trigger right yeah, yeah. like if you're behaving a particular way to somebody that is on you you're projecting that behavior so yeah what triggers have you identified um, on both parties?
1: I, I really hate fair weather friends i really hate fair weather? so when things are good i mean i probably got the the actual definition incorrect but this is how i see it when things are good for them uh or things are good for you yeah. well, really more when things are good for them they're around yeah. let's go let's do this let's do that blah 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 yeah i'm here let's go whatever let's socialize as soon as like something goes a bit wrong in your life and a bit shitty or whatever nowhere to be seen Poof, disappeared i'm like okay then like can't get in contact with you haven't heard from you oh oh oh, sorry you got a new man okay so that's why we haven't heard from you months all right
0: that is my
1: number one pisses me off no end and i'm not talking about where people um You know you have some friends You don't talk every week Like it's not I don't need to talk to my friends Every single week But you always know When you come back together It's like nothing's changed Because you have that understanding But I cannot stand people It just winds me up So I literally Just don't even call me Don't call Don't message me Like don't send me a WhatsApp After three months After I haven't heard from you Because you're getting Dicked down or whatever Don't send me a WhatsApp Hey let's meet hun Okay, so I, you know what, I, the last few times we've had this go round, I've said, yeah, sure, when do you want to meet? Oh, yeah, sometime, okay, then we never meet. So this time when you message me and say, hey, hun, let let's meet, sure, you let me know. And because I know you, they're never going to let me know. I'm not sweating it. Goodbye, close chat. Yeah. Go to archive. We're not going to continue this cycle because I love it. It's not going anywhere. You, this is what is this? We're just checking in. Are you an ex-boyfriend? Why? What? Yeah. What are we doing? It's done. Like we can't, we can't bring this back together because at some point you just decided that. Well, anyway, if they do it with you, they do it with other people. Sometimes it's not even just you; they just disappear. That's what no, I find for sure.
0: For I, sure, I can't for stand sure, for it. Sure.
1: I think yeah. my, probably what I do as well is, I, you know what? I just match people's energy. That's what I've decided in my 30s. We're matching people's energy. So when you come to me with that, maybe I should be mature and be like, hey, you know what, girl? I'm not really sure what's going on here. You know, I feel like we're not really, like I'm not really seeing you and I should be mature, shouldn't I? Really? I shouldn't be petty. I should just be like, let me tell you what's really upsetting me. I don't give a fuck. So I'm going to be petty and I'm going to be <laughs> like, do you know what? Why am I giving you more energy? I'm finished. This is, yeah, no, for be sure. Any longer. I, like, we're not yeah. going to do this so
0: yeah you know I would like to turn in uh you know be a counter argument uh, to that but that's not gonna happen uh, because I'm exactly the same I am exactly the same 100% it is what it is though isn't it I think that everyone I think that once you get to a particular age you're just like right you know what like I'm quite established in myself. I know who I am, mm. like and rightly so. You 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 pay homage to the people who ha- who have supported you, absolutely, um, to get to wh- where you are and who you are from an emotional st- from an emotional standpoint. And if that does mean people that you've lost, you're 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 you know what. I think that you are only supposed to be in my life for a particular length of time. Yeah, yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And you wish them, like, all the best all and best. just keep it moving. Yeah. You know, you just keep it moving.
1: Some people, they're just there for a season and then they're off.
0: They're yeah, for a know, season for sure. and they're
1: done.
0: For sure. I think that there's some friends as well who kind of, like, and equally family members who do the whole, like, okay, cool, I'm going to be around because you're hot right now. <laughs> so, in the... And, you know, you're just like... Mm really don't, I can't believe I just quoted real aura I'm gonna <laughs> like we are you're not my girl but you know what I respect your hustle <laughs> she
1: hustles. Right? I
0: respect your I respect your hustle um uh, but you know you do have those friends that are you know I'm gonna chill out with you because you're hot right now mm-hmm. um but actually they won't necessarily you know reach out to you on a daily basis now I say that Mm-hmm. And I know people who are listening Listeners who know me So friends who are listening <laughs> Into this podcast I am And as I said in our introduction I'm probably the worst person In terms of communication mm-hmm. Right So I will I've got quite a lot of like WhatsApp messages And quite a lot of like groups I mean And sometimes I just lose track Of how many responses I need mm-hmm. to get Get, like reply to people So I am quite a bad person To reach out to people And that's something That I am working on So I'm working on um, But in my defence I would like to say Although you know I have said that You know those people would just They won't necessarily Reach out to you On a regular basis But I do feel That the relationships And I hope to feel The relationships I have With my friends And my family Although they might not Necessarily hear from me For let's say a month Or six weeks mm-hmm. If they text me and be like, I need you, best believe I'm packing my laptop yeah. and some boxer shorts because I'm working from your house because <laughs> you need me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's how I, that I am. Exactly. I I'm quite intent yeah. in that way. Um, So, yeah, but you will have those 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 friends that are like that. I like that as well. Like, so, and that's really upsetting. That's not nice. Um, no, it's really horrible. No, no, 100%. 100%. Is it worse when you get like emotionally betrayed? mm mm-hmm. Or oh, you're emotionally betrayed. That's right. Betrayed. Right? So I've had betrayed. Thank you. Betrayed. You know what that is? That's the liquor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> that is. That is the. That that is maybe the bottle of Melbet and maybe the pint that I have just spunk. Betrayed. Everyone's probably looking at me like, hey, why is he so illiterate? There bit? is
1: emotional betrayal. Like, what is wrong with him? But you're emotionally you. betrayed.
0: But I'm gonna. You've been emotionally betrayed. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> it's all right. But just let you know, I do get my English GCSE <laughs> and I got A-level and I studied drama and physical dancing at uni, which is almost like English and psychology. Anyway, um, what about yeah, when, you, when you are emotionally betrayed by your family members, is that mm-hmm. worse than being emotionally betrayed by your friends?
1: I think yes, um, 100%. I mean, that is... I definitely feel like that's happened to me. Um, But I think luckily it sort of happened later in life, but I could see Mm. that it was going to get to that point. And I, as I said before, in terms of protecting my energy and my space, I made a conscious decision that I was, I'm done with these people Um, because actually at some point, like you have to realize that outside of whatever your family dynamic is, if, if those people, and in my instance, I believe that those people in my family, they treat their friends better than they treat their family. There's some issue going on where they don't know how to yeah. treat and respect people within their own family, the family and their households, which I, th- I think is very odd. I think it's very strange if you don't know how to respect people. And I think, I don't know if that's from an element of, when I view it, it's jealousy or whatever it is. I don't particularly care. That's your own demons to work on. But I'm not going to take on that that demon. It's not for me to, to sort out. Yeah. All I can do is control how I respond to the situation. And for me, maybe it's not always the best option, but from what I've taken from myself as I've grown older... I just remove myself because it's not all once you're in it, you're constantly in it and going round and round in circles with this family member. What is the point? What, where are you getting to? Yeah. Cause they are not prepared to meet you in the middle. If I can say to you, do you know what? Well, this is where you've hurt me. You need to tell me where I've hurt you. But if all I'm getting is accusations that are actually untrue and unfounded because it's come from somewhere else, it's okay, babe. We're done. I don't need to like Mm. continue. We're all big people here. We don't need to interact. The only issue with that is obviously it does impact, I think on other family members who are trying to, who don't want to see that, you know, like, like my mum, for example, is very big on family, family this. and, And I'm like, sometimes I'm just like, Mom, like, I know you're so into like family and it being perfect, but it's not. Yeah. Like, you need to see that it's not. Like, yeah. But it's just that ideal that people have that family is, it should be this way. And I'm like, well, if it was that way, then we wouldn't be, (laughs) wouldn't be in this mess in the first place. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, for sure. With
1: friends betrayal, I mean, it hurts, but I mean, I don't give a shit because we're not related. I don't have to see you again. We can block all over social media um and i don't feel that obligation to discuss it further with you like because we're not related even though it still hurts but it's not enough for me to pursue it further um with that situation
0: yeah i think yeah I, i i agree with you i think that there are um do I agree with you? I'm not going to just kind of argue. You might you not. Said? You might not agree. No, no. You Would know you what pursue it further about?
1: with a friend? Like if you were, if you and a friend had, had fallen out, let's, let's remove family yeah. out of this. You've been friends for, let's say, 10 plus, maybe 15 years. You've had a really massive falling out, uh, you know, argued or just whatever. Would you feel compelled to pursue and try and have resolution and bring that friendship back? Or do you think you're someone where you're like, I'm
0: done? God, answer this question. <laughs> that's wow. a hard question no, no it is a hard question you know what i don't okay there's two answers and i'm gonna try and like keep it cute keep it me but not me <laughs> <But not laughs> just mute. keep it like quite short <laughs> right? um yes and no so i think it depends i think it depends in, from a friendship perspective i think it's, it depends on the relationship that you have mm-hmm. like if it, if you you know, if it's like, if, for example, if it was my friend Ian, who I've known for 27 years, like me and Ian, that's my longest friend mm-hmm. and we're falling out, I would feel like a part of me has has gone, right? Um, and I would objectively look at how we need to fix this relationship, mm-hmm. right? Um If it was someone who, you know, if it's another friend, for example, for four years, etc, etc, again, I would try to look at it from an objective perspective, but I wouldn't be blowing my back to try and like, do you know what I mean? Because I'm like, you know what, like, okay, it's great. Yes, I know we've only been friends for four years, but you know what, the intensity of the friendship could be exactly the same as the intensity for the 27-year yeah. friendship, right? But again, I would look at it from an objective perspective. I think the four-year relationship might be a little bit like, now. Nah, okay, see you later. Because mm. 10 years something is as a, as a massive thing to me. Mm-hmm. 10 years is a massive thing to me. When it comes to friendship, when it comes to, um, sorry, uh, family, Yeah, I think okay. I'm more cut for it with family, you know? Mm. Because in my head, I'm like, You are a part of me. So irrespective of whether or not we are two different people, you know, you are half of me. There's an element of you half of me. You should know, okay, let's sort this out because I shouldn't even have to think about trying to sort it out from an objective perspective or you doing the same to me. It should just come natural. Mm -hmm. If you sit there and let it fester, okay, you know what? I'm not going to look to fix the relationship from an objective perspective. I'm going to be... Basically, making decisions based on my emotions, so again, yeah. a subjective perspective. So, that, and then when I get, if I'm in conflict, if I'm annoyed, if I'm mad at somebody, there's two things that I'll do. The firstly, I'll try and assert myself to be like, okay, cool, this is what we need to do to move forward, mm-hmm. or I'll go really quiet and analyze the situation and then tell them how I feel. Mm-hmm. But then, if it gets to that stage where we haven't sorted it out, I'm I'm done. Like I can write I can write family off. Like it's not mm-hmm. an issue for me. I've done it with my dad. I've done it with my sister. Like, I'm done. Like, there's nothing that you guys could say that is going to make me want to have a relationship with you because you're not you were born to you were physically mm-hmm. and I'm referring to my personal experience. Sure. Guys and listeners, you were physically supposed to be on this earth to be my. Uh, you're physically my dad and my sister, mm. but emotionally and mentally and spiritually, you're not my sister or my dad. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. Your shell. We're connected. Mm-hmm. Your essence and your purpose and your spirit, we're not connected. So that's okay. So I can I can cut people off quite quickly. It's yeah. not always a good thing because it gets me in trouble sometimes. <laughs> um from a notional perspective, you take things too seriously. Yes. You do. I do. <laughs> I do. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know if that answers your question.
1: It does. No, it does. I think it's just as I was trying to say, like, with friends because obviously we're saying length of time can impact and i would like to think well the friends i've got that i've known the longest i think we can have those frank conversations with each other so it's not really that if there's an issue i think we can just talk about it we're we're not it's not going to be no holds barred we're just going to get over it um but with newer friends sometimes for me it's like if i have a newer friend i've let you in Like, and I'm very, very like, I'm not, I'm not someone like I can be friendly. So my husband always says like, Oh, you're very sociable. You're very good socially with people. Like you just talk to people. I love speaking to people. I'm a communicates Libra. We love to communicate. I'll just talk all day long. I could talk to the postman. I can talk to my, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shy about speaking to people. I can start conversations, but if I've let you in, to my inner sanctum, like I've properly, like I've said, you're my friend in a short space of time or within a couple of years. I always find sometimes that a lot worse for me yeah. because actually I'm just like, well, I don't need to make new, fr- I don't need new friends. Like yeah. I'm actually okay with the amount I've got. So if I've let you in, like, how could you do that? Like, how could you be that person?
0: Yeah.
1: And then equally, I feel like, oh, I'm so stupid. Like, mm-hmm. why did I think that that mm-hmm. person was really my friend mm. because actually when you look back back on it what are they just there for your energy like i remember like a couple of well not a couple of years ago actually a long time ago probably about six or seven years ago i went to like a um a buddhist center <laughs> don't ask me why so i was experimenting with a lot of different things no, at that time it. so i went to a buddhist uh, center to do like mindfulness so i'm not really into mindfulness i can't meditate for shit but you know i i went you know And I asked one of the monks, like, I said to them, like, I feel like I attract people and not just relationship wise, but generally I attract people who want to take from me. They want to take my energy. Mm -mm. They want to take my essence, Mm -mm. like something that I have, they want to take it. And I'm not, this is not me being arrogant or anything. I think there's people that can relate to that. Mm. There's something that you, maybe you're just a giver. I don't mind helping people going above and beyond. And she said, that I shouldn't always see it as a negative Mm. because it means that there is something about you that people gravitate towards you and it's like yin and yang, you know, you've got the elements that they're missing, which is okay. And I I appreciate that. Not everybody's the same, but being friends with people who are takers and don't give back. What is it? You can't fill fill an empty sink. What the hell is the phrase? I can't remember, but it's a phrase like that. Like, you know, you can't, Maybe the plug's out or something. God yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah. Someone correct me. Send someone's some email in the correct <laughs> phrase. But but yeah, like they just, they're draining you of your energy and you don't actually realize that. So I'm all for cutting people off. You, are, you know me, I agree. Like I'm just like, goodbye. Adios. adios Have a adios, nice adios, life. See you later. I mean, I, I, like I, I'm fair. I'll do the olive branch once. That's me. I will reach out to you one time to give it a go, to have a discussion. Mm, mm. If you don't, if you cut off my branch or turn it into paper, burn it down, whatever, I'm done. But that's me. I'm officially complete. You won't hear from me again. Have a nice life. Take care. But obviously you don't, that that person probably doesn't even care anyway, because you were just there for the meantime, you know? So, and I say with family too, because when it's financial you know It's time to hear From the family members Oh it's Christmas time Oh can you send me Some money Oh you know uh, It's, it's no. just
0: <laughs> Money for what?
1: what You know what I mean
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah no Like months, oh Oh it's so a wedding
1: Everybody wants to come so When's the last time I heard from you
0: Is it Hey Me Don't no, get me started On that one <laughs> That's in the next episode Guys no <laughs>
1: Get me there's started with in
0: invites. Episode, what? Mad, no mad. I, mean, way. I, know, I definitely think there's part two of this episode, a <laughs> hundred yes. and ten percent, because we need to get onto marriage. Oh god! <laughs> and actually, how you know? Your in-laws. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not your family you choose. Well, it yep. is kind of the family you choose though, isn't it? Like, choose them. How it impacts like your relationship. That'll Honestly, awesome. <laughs> it's, it's
1: it can be a lot. And yeah, you know, with maturity, whatever, you'll just deal with it. But I'm telling you, like, oh if I could like, you know, if you could just reboot your family, just reboot and choose some different characters yeah. to come in there. Absolutely, not everybody, but some members that definitely would be yeah. discarded ASAP. And maybe they're saying the same about me. It's all right, babe. We're not compatible as people. That's yeah. how I see it. We're not compatible as people. We're always going to clash.
0: I love it. So, so, so what would be so like? Of, okay, so your takeaways from you know the whole concept of you know how do we get to this and losing friends and families and identifying like. Toxicity, yes, I've got that Yes, I've got it right See, I told you, listen, we're not drunk yet (laughs) (laughs) So what would be your key takeaways then From like, you know, our discussion today And what you would want the listeners to, to go away with
1: I think, similar to like a romantic relationship In friendships and in family relationships It's okay to choose yourself first. Mm-hmm. If something is hurting you and you cannot speak up to the person or you feel like it's draining you of your energy, it's okay to walk away. Like I have like a, a motto and I'm sure i read it somewhere, but I've always stuck to it. Like there's three ways that you can respond to a situation. You can either um, accept it and take it for what it is and continue to flow with it and know that that's the person they are and that's who they choose to be. And you're going to take them as it is. You can try and change it so you can speak to them about it. You can try and change the way you respond to it, hope that they change the way they respond to it. And then it gets better or you walk away Mm -hmm. because if that's not working, you cannot continue to, you know, you can't fill an empty, what is the saying?
0: Mm Yeah, you sink. need to find out they're saying or if any saying. of our listeners know what they're saying is that Latoya is referring to, make sure you contact I us, please. Because she keeps, she's mentioned this twice now, and I'm just like, okay. I'm I'm hanging on. I'm yeah. hanging on for her to say it. She's I'm going to. It. I love if it. If the plug know? is
1: not in the sink, it will not fill with water. I'm sure it's an African proverb, okay? If yeah. the plug is not in the sink, <laughs> you cannot fill it with water. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <Okay. laughs> Was there another takeaway that you would take from me that um, you wanted to set,
1: also, share? I, I think also it's okay to tell people to fuck off. Um you don't have to be polite, you don't have to be nice about it. It's okay to tell friends who are shit to fuck off. It's okay to tell family members who are shit to fuck off. Mm-hmm. Um Mad. saying fuck is quite therapeutic. And actually I can tell. sometimes I it's really therapeutic. <laughs> I love to say it. But you can. it's okay to say fuck off. Mm-hmm. I'm all right I don't need you in my life I'm fine And also when you say it Say it because you mean it I don't mean saying it Just to spite them to say Fuck you I don't want you in my life anymore No that's not what I'm talking about I'm not saying it to be nasty I'm saying when you've had enough It's okay to tell them to fuck off Mm -hmm. That's my final takeaway.
0: Cool. I think for me, I love it. I love it. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. God, fuck off. <laughs> um, no, I 100% agree with you. I think that I really like what you said about, you know, about the response. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, if I could turn back time, like, you know, how I've fallen out with some friends and families, it's because what I've done is I've reacted instead of responded. Mm. And I don't, I'm not sorry for how I reacted, Mm -hmm. (laughs) no I'm not sorry for how I reacted because I think they deserved it I'm sorry that I didn't take the time to stop and breathe and respond mm-hmm. first before I reacted. So I definitely yeah, think, yeah. consider like, you know, how are you, are you going to respond or are you going to react? Cause that's two different things. And if you are right. like me, listeners um, who are quite feisty and you're not combative, but if you perceive someone's being combative to you, you're going to be combative back to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Always take a minute to breathe. Yeah. And think, am I going to respond or I'm going to react to counselling? Thank you. <laughs> um, Love it. I think, I think the other one is, um, is almost identify like how the relationship is elevating you. Because if you feel that the relationship is not elevating you and how you operate, then there's no need for you to worry about how you got to this because you got yeah, to yeah, this every yeah. day. Yeah, If you have to question... Your friendships around how it is elevating your your family, your family and relationships, it's elevating you making you uh, making you a better person? Then I I would challenge if it's
1: if it's Mm. worth it.
0: I think you do need to ask yourself that question and take time out for yourself. I think that's quite important. And don't let other don't let family members and equally other friends influence how you feel like feel free to find someone who's quite neutral to soundboard of you know I'm going through this with my best friend or I'm going through this for my friend or I'm going through this for my mom or I'm going through this through you know my sister or my brother whatever Like, find someone who's quite neutral because they can yeah. give you that 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 they can give you a really like as i said like a neutral um opinion um -hmm. but don't be around don't let other family members and other close friends influence how you feel because I've done that before I've stuck in relationships with family members and equally with friends um because it's been because it's been beneficial to the family or the group Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. not okay so make sure you do that so that will be my uh kind of like Closing thoughts around um, losing friends and family from an emotional perspective. Yeah.
1: So yeah. I remember just say fuck off if you need to.
0: Well, clearly, because you know that's the (laughs) toys. I love
1: it. Up. I
0: love you. Fuck you. you That's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, guys, that brings <laughs> us to a close of uh, this episode of Snatch. Um, thank you so much for listening in um, to this episode. If you would like to get in contact with us or share with us your experiences, you know, the email address, contact at snatchpodcast.com, or you can just drop us a message in Instagram. I said it right this time. You did. Do you remember? Instagram. Instagram Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. So you can drop us a message on Instagram. Um guys, have a lovely evening, morning, Indeed. afternoon, wherever you are. Um and we will see you very soon. Au revoir. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.